right, sweet. All right, everyone, welcome back. Tonight we got the Mike or Doug podcast, not the Mike and Doug. Doug is busy doing God knows what. Um, so tonight we're we're joined by our man Miller Cop. What's up, Miller? How are you? Miller is uh the he's on the Indiana men's basketball team, and you have a clothing brand, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm a basketball player, entrepreneur, uh, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, I play basketball in Indiana, and I have a clothing brand called Primal, and uh, recently started about a little under probably ten months ago, and just starting to really grow it and and uh, focus in on it. So yeah, yeah, I love it, man. I really I I can appreciate you know, the fact that you're, you know, obviously a student athlete and an entrepreneur, it's, uh, you know, most people, it's hard enough just balancing, like being a student athlete and it's hard enough being an entrepreneur on its own. So doing like, you know, all those things and then having, trying to have like a social life. I mean, I can, I can relate, you know, somewhat to that. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's tough, right? Yeah, no, it is. It is. But, but at the same time, like, like I, there's like three things that really I've got. So it's like, be an entrepreneur, like my business, Yep. basketball, and not in that order. It's first is basketball, then school, and then business. <laughs> but like, there's three things. Like basketball is always. Thank you, from. thank you, athletic student, athletic yeah. student. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, uh, athlete student for sure. But no, it's like basketball first. Like that's it. Like that's my goal. I want to yeah. play in the NBA. Like that's always been the goal. Yeah, and it always will be. So that's that's always going to come first. And then you know, there's school because you got to do it. And then there's a business. So like, and I'm just being honest, like, yes, yeah, I agree. Me is, is always been like just a task. Like you just got to do it. Yep. And, and, you know, there have been some classes that have really like piqued my interest, which have been the entrepreneur classes. Sure. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, you studied, do done case studies on businesses and um, you know, business people and other entrepreneurs and stuff. So uh, like there have been those classes that have been like just awesome. But then there's the 90% of the stuff where it's just like, you just got to sit down and just do some work. Sure. Uh, and then, then there's like the business part of it where um, that doesn't feel like it's basketball. Like that doesn't feel like work, you know, because it's, right. it's something I like doing, something I really enjoy doing. So when I do have, when I do make time for it, it's not like it's draining or anything, you know, cause, cause it's uh, it's enjoyable to me. So being able to like space it out like that is important, but also it's like, I don't necessarily think of like doing any stuff as an entrepreneur or something for my business is like taxing work because I, I want to do it. Right. Um, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. It's, it's rewarding. For definitely. Sure. definitely. Yeah. No, I can relate to that. There's, there's definitely a, you know, big, big difference between how I feel when I'm doing like schoolwork versus if I'm on the golf course or if I'm working on my business or talking to people or whatever it is. I mean, I've, I've dreaded school since, I don't know, probably seventh grade. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I would, I would just make up stomach aches to stay home because then, and I just do whatever. I just, I just never, you know, never really, really enjoyed it. But, um, yeah, I I get that, but, uh, take us back a little bit. Like, where'd you grow up? Where, uh, what got you into basketball, stuff like that? So I'm from uh, originally from Houston, Texas. Um, I grew up, I have three brothers, so family of four boys, and uh, we're all athletes, all played, uh, played or play are playing uh, division one sports. So my oldest brother played football at Vanderbilt, uh, was like a tight end there. And me, I'm at Indiana playing basketball. And the brother right under me plays basketball at University of Missouri, Kansas City. And then the youngest is uh, a freshman quarterback at Colorado Boulder. So, Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, man. So grew up just in a testosterone filled household Yeah, and uh, you know, things were wild, but it was fun. And it was uh, it's, it's, it's really shaped me into like who I am today, just my brothers and growing up in that environment. Um, you know, so growing up, it was all sports and um, just being active and, and always doing something. My parents were always like, all right, whatever we do, like whatever you do, we don't really care, but just get, we're just trying to get you tired at the end of the day. Yeah. So, uh, that was really it, man. You know, from, from, uh, you know, from a good family and, and, uh, yeah, dude. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I have three brothers as well. Nice. Um, yeah. Nice. And I, I feel like you don't meet too many people that have three, like all four boys, right? Yeah. Seriously. It's kind of rare. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, I'm where, number, where you fall in that in the in the four? I am number three. Number three. All right, gosh. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You're number two, right? Two. Yeah. So yeah. I got okay. Yeah. I, you know, I, I tell people all the time, man. People ask me like role models or people that I like credit like a lot of just any success or anything to. I always, you know, it's my older brothers and even my younger brother and stuff. Um, and I'm sure it's probably the same for you. You can appreciate that. Oh yeah, dude. It, it's it's like uh it's funny because I mean you being third, I know for a fact it's 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 an interesting perspective because you can see your older brothers and see the mistakes they've made and kind of see how they do things and how what the way they go about things and kind of you can tweak kind of okay, that didn't work for them, so I'm gonna try something else. Or right. um, you know, they're really good at this, you know, I'm gonna try to get real competitive and, and be good at it too, or whatever right. it may be. Like there's, yeah, there's always something that you can kind of, that keeps you on on edge um, to where I think it just keeps you sharp, honestly. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I mean, like my two older ones, they're, they're a bit older, but they, you know, they both played like high school golf, but me and my younger brother both took it to the next level. And like, we both yeah. played division one at the same time. So it's like, exactly you know, you, you get that perspective and, and yeah, I kind of active as like an older brother for my youngest one, but, um, you know, and having like, I have a, I have a niece and a nephew. It's so like, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's a unique perspective and, and I'm definitely very, very grateful to be able to, to have that. I mean, it's, I don't know if it's just a golf thing, but pretty much all my friends growing up were all only children. And so me and my brother would always just hang out with all these, all these kids. And I was like, I was like, damn, like, I'm really lucky. Like I, I get a lot of these kids, they come to the course and they have no one to play with or they make friends. Yeah. I mean, damn, I get to literally go play like against my little brother. Who's like just as good as me. Like we make each other better. And it's like, not a people not a lot of people can say that, you know? No, not at all. I, I think with a lot of people finding some, something or someone or, or a way to keep your competitive like edge yeah. is so important. Like people, people don't realize until they're in a situation where, they have to like get competitive and turn something on and they just don't, they can't. Right. Cause they're not used to it. But I feel like growing up with four, with three brothers and, and all, everyone who's super competitive, like whether it's like who can finish dinner the fastest or <laughs> whatever it is, it's like, yeah, we're competing at everything. So it just makes it just normal. So when right. you get out into the real world or, or when you get older or whatever it may be, there's always, you know, it's easy to tag tap into that. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you have like a teammate almost built in, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's crazy. And I'm sure, I'm sure you guys probably got in some like, you know, wrestling matches and stuff growing up and oh man, I still do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, still. I mean, well now we're, we're, we're too big to kind of right. keep doing that. You guys heard something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll get physical sometimes, but we, we know our limits. Right. But, uh, we had a game growing up where we had this like little like game room, but it wasn't really a game room. It was just like a, just like a smaller room with uh, just carpet in it. And there were yeah. like two windows. And so we'd put like uh, pillows on the windows at night. And so we black out the, the room. And so it was pitch black. And so we would just all four of us and be one in each corner. And we would literally just like wrestle and pitch black. <laughs> Wouldn't be able to see a damn thing. That's but funny. we would be so and i mean at the end like the only rule is like you couldn't cry because as soon as you start crying wake up mom and dad yes then they're like all right game over game over so that was like the one the one game we had we had a lot but one game where i was like yeah. all right we're just gonna get after it right and our knees were all like bruised up after because you know you get on the ground and stuff so yeah right it was uh it was something else man that's funny that, that for some reason the it makes me think the shit me and my little brother, we did like, we did a lot of stuff together. And like, just for some reason, the stupidest shit that pops into my head that we did was when I was maybe, I don't know, like five or six. And he was like three or four. My parents had just gotten like a, there was like this dirt pile, like driveways getting redone or something. Right. Yeah. There's this giant dirt pile. And we decided that we were going to sit behind it. And then when cars drove by going like 40, we just chuck like these rocks at them. And Gosh. I remember, I think he grabbed one that was like too big and he just like drilled the back window. And immediately, I, I don't think the window shattered somehow. 
it might have been like a, like a clump of no, it was probably a clump of dirt, but like a big one. And it was like, like so hard that it was like like a rock. And he just chucked this thing, and it drilled like the back window, and it made the loudest noise. They like slammed on the brakes, like, and we just we just ran inside, bro. <laughs> that was just the stupidest oh, thing ever, God. man. We just yeah, just- there's stuff like that where it's like, all right, well, it's just just boys being boys. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah, you think about it, I'm like, damn, like a lot of people didn't get to experience that, and I I find it sad too. There's so many people I talk to that. You know, they don't even know like how old their siblings are. Like they don't even know like where they are or yeah, they're up to. I know. It's yeah. crazy. I think brothers like too. You have like a like a real bond. Like yeah, your brothers, your brothers. You know, right. yeah, no replacing it. You have best friends or whatever, but like your brothers are. When push comes to shove, it's like I'm taking a bullet for that kid, that guy right there. Yeah. Right, and he's doing the same, and there's no questions asked. You know, right? Yeah, no, it, it's definitely a. It's definitely a, a unique and, and special thing for sure. I agree. Yeah. But uh, what uh, what made you get into basketball? Did you play other sports? Basketball was your favorite first, you know, first sport you loved. Yeah. So I mean, growing up, I played every sport. I played basketball, baseball, football, tennis. Tennis was the first sport I ever learned to play, um, just because my dad played professionally. Um, you know, so he he did that. Played in college and played professionally. So me and my brothers, that was the first sport we all learned to play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played bat, soccer, everything. Um, and then kind of as I got older, I started to kind of understand that I can't play everything. Yeah. And uh, you know, I had to choose and, and start to focus on and hone in on one. So it was down to football and basketball. And I just hated, I mean, I hated I hated football. Like <laughs> I like playing in the games, but I just didn't like going out, doing up downs and doing like getting muddy in the grass and like people coming for my knees. Like I'm a tall guy. I'm six, seven. It's like people coming for my knees and stuff. Yeah. Not the fastest guy, but like, I'm not a, I'm not a great athlete or terrible athlete. It's just like, you know, I would have, I'd have just been another dude out there just running and smashing heads with somebody right. so, yeah you weren't like just, you're like gronk yeah. you weren't at that free no no i probably i feel like i probably could have but sure. but i just didn't love it like i didn't love football yeah i mean i can't do something i don't love and so uh but and so i actually tried it i tried my best i tried the first day of ninth grade went out for the with the team and you know the coach was excited because he knew he knows you know me i'm a, I'm a bigger guy you know i can yeah looks like I could probably put some weight on, you know, be a good fit for the team. And I'm sitting out there, we're doing up downs, doing like jumping jacks and stuff, drills, cone drills. And I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> as I'm, as I'm walking off the field, I, I jog up the coach. I go, Hey coach, this isn't for me. I appreciate it, but I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And so ever since then, man, I, it was, it was basketball full yeah. fledged, full force. And, uh, you know, I told my dad, I was like, look, dad, I want to play, I want to play in division one. I want to play division one basketball. And, you know, he asked me a couple of times, he was like, are you sure? And I go, yes. And he said, again, he's going, are you, are you sure? And I yeah. said, yes. he said, okay, well, let's do it. And from then on, it was like full force, full head of steam, like, yeah. 110% both feet in you know, head first diving into it. And uh, that's just how my family is. It's how my, my dad is and my mm-hmm. mom is. So um, yeah. So it was after that, it was like, it, it was head down. I didn't have, didn't really care about friends. Didn't really care about, you know, social life or whatever. You know, I, I ended yeah. up transferring schools to, to a better basketball school. So um, yeah, my, my main goal was, was that and, and yeah. accomplished it so uh, yeah yeah that's awesome I mean I, I remember I got a really really late start um, with golf I, I played baseball and basketball and growing up like a lot it was like my favorite but you know I played like ice hockey lacrosse all sorts of sorts of stuff every season you know and uh, I didn't pick up competitive golf until I was uh, like 16 I was sophomore in high school which is which is really late to be picking up for someone that has yeah. like natural ability. Like I, I sucked, man. Like I, I couldn't break, I couldn't shoot under a hundred. Um, and so 
it was kind of like the same thing where like my dad was like, all right, if you want to do it, you want to do it. And so I, you know, we, I, uh, you know, we have a coach, I had a coach and I still, still do. Uh, but he, uh, was like, okay, like, what like, give me like your three goals, right? He's like three goals for the, uh, the next session. I want you to bring me three goals, like short term, like, you know, middle term, whatever, long term. And I was like, number one, like, I want to make my high school team. And then I want to, you know, play like division one. And then he was like, okay, like, <laughs> well, I guess we should like get started, you know? And so same thing every week, you know, I had a, like I was fortunate, obviously my parents could invest in me and, and, you know, wanted to do that for me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously golf's, you know, it's an expensive sport at the same time too. So yeah. I was very, very fortunate to have that at my disposal, but um, yeah, man, like I, I practiced like indoors, you know, growing up in New York, working on my swing for you know, months at a time. And then summer would hit, go outside, go back inside. And I, I practiced pretty much nonstop for, for about three years. I remember I got to college and uh, I took like five days off after our, our last tournament in the fall. And that was, that was the first time I'd taken more than a day off, like in three years yeah. from swinging. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, you know, I had a lot, all my friends were really like through golf. Um, cause we just spent so much time at the course together and yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really have a, you know, like the girlfriend I had at the time played golf, like literally like that was like, that was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, you know, yeah, you have to sacrifice that high school experience, man. I didn't really, I didn't have a high school experience. I didn't, you know, yeah. parties. I didn't, I mean, not, I, at all, man. not at all. I, you know, I went to an all boys school and, you know, so those guys are all out doing shit and, you know, meeting all the girls from all the other schools and going to all the games and hanging out. And I was like, no, like I've, this is what I want. You know, it's more important. And, and I, you know, there's a different path for everyone, but I think for me, that was definitely worth it. And, you know, yeah. it's brought in me more opportunities further down the line too. Absolutely. And it, and it's like, the interesting part is like, not everybody has to do it that way. You know, no. not everybody has to like, and I, but that's just the way I did it. It seems like you did it too, but like mm. not everybody has to just like cut everything off and like right. live this lifestyle, but there is, there are things that help, um, help you down the line. It's really, it's really about like, I think, you know, obviously it'll help you reach your goals, but it'll help you set up some habits and some like kind of a mindset and mentality that you'll eventually need to tap into later on in life. Right. When those sports goals are over. And when it comes to like mm -hmm. business or whatever in the world, whatever, you know, you want to do, you have to be able to tap into something and go like bonkers on mm -hmm. literally one thing and have this one goal and, you know, cut everything out. I think that's, what's really, you know, you know important about being able to do that. Cause not many people can. Right. True. Yeah. And like you said, not everyone has to do it. And uh, you know, it's, it's okay for whatever, you know, ambitions or path you want to take, but every path you take has like its own advantages and disadvantages, right? Like it's, you know, you can't have the best of best of all of it. And, uh, but yeah, like you said, playing the game, like kind of on hard mode to start off is, is definitely, you know, you're going to struggle at first, but it's, it's really at the end of the day, you're going to learn a lot more and become a lot stronger, even though you might not maybe like win more in the beginning. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like even like coming here, like I was a walk on. Um, and I remember oh, wow. when I, I was talking to one of the guys on the team and he told me, he was like, well, you know, he was, he's a, so a good buddy of mine. He's, he was a sub, you know, from Southwestern Virginia. And, uh, you know, he's, he had a bit of an accent. He's like, he's like, oh, well, listen, Mike, like if you, he's like, let me, let me put you this way. If you, if you run a race against fat kids, he's like, you'll probably win. Right. And I'm like, yeah probably and he's like he's like you know he's like that is a dip in right he's like but if you race against like the really fast kids you'll probably you you probably lose you probably won't win as much right i'm like yeah right and he's like he's like yeah but you're gonna get way better racing the really fast kids even though you're gonna be losing and yeah same thing like you know sometimes i think about like damn like do i make shit too hard on myself sometimes and like is it like, you know, my just, you get stuck in like that cycle of like, just keep doing the harder, harder, harder thing. But I think at the end of the day, the stuff you learn from that and, you know, eventually you, you break through when you break through, it's like, it's a much bigger prize than just, you know, something, something small. Exactly. I think 
in the process, it's, it's more about like who you become in that process. Right. And it's like, it's, it, it's crazy long. You can't see it while it's happening, but you can, when you're, when you're not done, but when you kind of can take a step back and really look at it, it's like, it's more important and more impactful about the person who you become in that process towards, you know, the goal you were trying to achieve and, and hopefully you achieve the goal. But, but then that person that you, that like rock you chisel and you cut down in the process is streamlined and ready to go for, for whatever's next. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've never thought about, I've kind of used it suddenly in my head for some reason, the picture of like, it's almost like, building a car like taking the car apart like yeah yeah it's gonna look like you said shows on the rock that shit's gonna look terrible when it's halfway done right yeah you gonna look like shit like it looks like you're not making any progress yeah. but when you finish it it's like you know the work in progress might look worse than like the actual like starting but really exactly that's the only way to really get to the end yeah absolutely like i remember last year i was um you know one of the uh, grad assistants on the team here uh, great dude and like a guy who like I could talk to about like some serious stuff and, and, yeah. and always has a good perspective on things um, you know he, he was talking about like you have to be willing to look stupid like in the process it's like nobody nobody wants to look stupid but if you don't look stupid then you're probably not pushing yourself far enough in terms of like improving or getting better or whatever you want to do so you know if you're not looking stupid it's like you know, yeah, you're not going to make any progress or at least the progress that you could be making, you know, and a lot of times, like when you get to college, when you get to, you know, even the pros or whatever it may be, you know, it's easy to like, all right, you're here with a bunch of good guys, you know, get these, you know, I'm around elite people right now in, in this field and I can't be looking stupid, but, you know, I remember I was, I was, uh, uh, last summer I worked out for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Uh, and after, and after the workout, I asked one of the coaches, I said, what, you know, like, what are two things you think I can work on yeah, right. you know, in terms of like my shooting or whatever it may be like after watching me play and watch me work out, what do you think I could yeah. you know, should, should work on? And he said, he said, every day after practice, Steph and Clay, well, well, well maybe not every day now, because, you know, they're just sure. getting older or whatever, but they said, you know, in at, to end all their workouts, they'll do shots as running as absolute fast as they can, like literally speeding like 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 a like a Rottweiler's chasing them yeah. around the court and shooting the ball as absolute fast as they can. Wow! And it looks like sometimes they see, he, the guy was saying it looks like stupid, like it looks stupid how fast <laughs> they're just like right. it looks like they're throwing the ball up, but it. it, it it's all goes to the part of, or to the point of being able to do something and kind of looking weird, but also challenging yourself and forcing yourself to push towards, you know, getting better. So I, I, I thought of that and, you know, if those guys, the best in the world, you know, are looking, are, are willing to look stupid doing the thing that they're best at. Yeah. Who am I to say in college, a guy who's, who's trying to be great. I, I I'm, too afraid to look stupid in front of somebody because yeah. I might be afraid of what they think or whatever. So sure. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Damn. Yeah. Especially if it's just the two of them out there and there's no one else in the court that must look so stupid. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, literally just like you can imagine like sprinting as right. fast as they can and throwing it up, like literally like, right. Like, yeah, like a hot potato like sprint to like a point and then jump stop as fast as they can and just shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Damn, that's interesting. I know. Yeah, well, that's cool. That, that must have been a cool experience working out there and and you know, yeah. in front of people. That was awesome. It, it was like it, it was surreal because Clay was still doing like doing rehab with his, mm -hmm. with his uh, injury and stuff. So he uh he was in there like working out and doing stuff, and so he was in the other court shooting and and uh, you know I was on you know there was two courts and I was in the other court doing our workout and warm up. And I was like trying to stay focused because like, he's probably one of my favorite players in the league. And like, he's out there warming up and seeing him shoot. I'm just like, Oh God, I got to lock in here, man. I got to lock in. You know, I can't just keep staring or whatever. And so uh, it, it was, it was really cool. I learned a lot and it, it just kind of built my confidence and, you know, because, you know, it's easy to just to 
to get nervous and fold in, in those situations. But, uh, you know, I felt good. That's awesome. Yeah. What, uh, what was your recruiting process like going to, what made you choose Indiana? Yeah. So I, I actually started out, um, my career at Northwestern in Chicago. Oh, wow. um, so I went there for three years. Um, but I ended up there, um, you know, through, you know, AU basketball, I played with the, um, you know, team going into the, my last summer, um, of AU basketball, I, you know, had maybe two low major offers, you know, in terms of basketball. Um, and so I was like, man, like I worked my ass off that summer. I was finally healthy and, and getting back to, you know, who I wanted to be. And so, you know, after our first, um, tournament, really the first two days of the tournament, I, uh, played really well. Uh, you know, the hard work kind of paid off. And so I started the summer, you know, the weekend before I had, you know, two offers and I ended that weekend with like probably 17 or 18, uh, you know, high major offers. And so that was where I was like, man, like, uh, culminate, like the culmination of all the stuff built up. And now I'm, I'm, there's some validation, you know, external validation for like what I did, you know, the yeah. previous years and, and, and whatnot. So I ended up, you know, that summer probably with 40 plus offers, um, ended up choosing Northwestern. 40. Um, and so, um, yeah, just, just because mainly, you know, it was a, in the big 10, it was a good, it was a good conference. It was a good school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the biggest thing for me was I wanted a chance to play early as a freshman. Yep um and and develop on the court so i did um and it was it was it was fun it was a great fit in terms of what i wanted and um you know year three turned came around and i just felt like i just needed a change and uh i uh ended up you know at just choosing indiana i didn't want to stay in the big 10 but uh it just turned out just to be the best fit and uh um ended up happening that way. And, and I'm glad it did. You know, it's, I always feel like I always say, you know, whatever's meant to happen always does. And, uh, you know, you could do all the work you can, but there's, there's a lot of things. And usually the big things are out of your control. Yeah. Um, and so what I, I always think that whatever's meant to happen always does. And, um, you know, it's your job to, to make the most of it. So that's kind of how I ended up here, but, but yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And you said you're uh, you're a senior this year. Senior, yeah, fifth year. Yeah. Fifth year, okay. So this is your second year, third yeah, year, second year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit, damn man, that's that's awesome. Why uh, why didn't you want to stay in the Big Ten? Just like transfer rules or just? Um. Yeah. It it, it it was just like playing in the Big Ten for three years. I was so accustomed to it, to the teams, to the atmospheres, to the right. scouting, to the coaches, to whatever, maybe to, to everything really. Yeah. So to the style of play. Right. Yeah. Those guys play defense in the big Ten. You guys play defense. They, yeah. They don't mess around. It's not like, all right, yeah. it's not like, all right, we're going to try to score more than you tonight. It's right. like, we're going to, we're going to scout. We're going to know every single play you have. And you know, you're going to score 60 points and we're going to score 64. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, I've watched uh, it's, it's incredible. Oh yeah. And it's, I think it's the best coach league in the country. And so, um, yeah, it, it, it just, uh, I was tired of it. And I was like, I'm not going back to the big 10, no way. <laughs> and, um, you know, literally one thing led to another, I ended up here. And so yeah. it's funny how things work. You have these ideas and, and Indiana actually came on late too. And I got a call from an assistant coach and they were like, Hey, no, you don't want to come back to the big 10, but look, we got a great coach, great new hire. And I'm like, gosh, whatever. Sure. I'll talk to him. <laughs> and so talk to him, coach Woodson, um, yeah. who's here now. And so, um, kind of built a relationship and, and pulled the trigger, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's phenomenal, man. Um, I'm glad to hear that you've sounds like you've enjoyed your experience there and, and you've enjoyed the, the college, uh, athlete route. Yeah, no, it's good. It's been great. I really like oh. it here. So what, uh, inspired you to uh to start your clothing brand oh man so you know i'm sure everybody knows what tiktok is um and so you know with 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 nil starting i wanted to you know build my brand indiana has maybe you know i think one of the biggest um you know brands in college basketball so yeah 
for sure. biggest followings and you know they've got like a million followers on twitter and wow. it's just crazy so um, i knew i had opportunity to to build a brand and make the most of it um and so I, I started up social media and kind of took it more serious. You know, I started a YouTube channel. It's got, it's grown to about 3000 uh, subscribers and awesome, bro. Uh, I haven't been posting as much lately because I've been, you know, trying to do the business. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Um, but yeah, so I did that and I started TikTok too. And so I've got two accounts, one that's like 38,000 followers. The other one's like 20,000. So um, yeah, so I, I it really started, the clothing brand started because uh, you know, I made these videos during the year of after a win, you know, have you ever heard of the guy liver King? Oh dude, I freaking love liver King, bro. Like the guy's my idol. I drink raw eggs, eat raw meat. Hell yeah, dude. All right. All right. Okay. Hey, so you're, you're the, you're primal type of guy. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hey, so, so you know how like probably a year ago or around a year ago, his videos less than a year ago, uh, like he'd be like, all right, what's up promise this is what we're having for dinner and yeah and would like just be at like the kitchen table and be like all right we got the liver we have bone marrow and it was just crazy to see and it's not nearly as crazy as it, as it is now yeah uh like his meals and stuff but he oh, uh i think i know what you're gonna say i think i've seen this video d- dude no there's, way there's, no way yeah <laughs> d- yes yes so i i'm i'm pretty sure like everyone at my school has seen him uh, and Indiana's got, you know, 50,000 students and whatnot. So, you know, it's crazy. So I make these videos after we won games. And so it'd be me and usually another teammate. And I'd say, and, you know, being a character, you know, being somebody who, you know, you got to like, yeah, trying to emulate and kind of like, kind of like have a parody of, of liver King. Yeah. I'd say, what's up primals? You know, this is a liver King mill and liver King trace, you know, it's a guy who I usually deal <laughs> with. Yeah, this is what we're having for dinner after a simulated successful hunt because we like we won. Yeah, <laughs> so and so those videos blew up like <laughs> literally like everyone we would do like we couldn't wait to win to because we because we yeah <laughs> you want to do the video <laughs> and so no it was crazy man we would literally post them and then they everyone would get millions of views like everyone wow millions and millions of views and so over time I'm like all right you know, people started commenting, you know, a lot of things. And, you know, one thing that stuck out to me is primal. So primal, stay primal, be primal. He's like primals. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So like, I I thought of that and I go, well, shoot, I got to be able to, I got to be able to monetize this somehow. Yeah. And so one thing led to another, I I called my older brother and I was like, dude, I want to make some t-shirts and hoodies. Yeah. I don't know how or how many or what, but I, I know I need to. He's like, okay. And so I got in contact with a guy I went to high school with who works with the, uh, for a, um, like a clothing manufacturer in Houston, yeah. called him up. I said, Hey dude, I got this thing. I got these videos are going viral. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to sell. I don't know what's going to happen, but I needed, I need to do something now. And so yeah. within like two days, I, I had the order. Uh, I think it was a hundred t-shirts and a hundred hoodies. Wow. So I paid probably, I think I paid like three grand up front. Like, I, I mean, I was, I was locked in. Like I, yeah. I'm not, I wasn't, um, three grand was a lot. Like it, right. it, was, oh. it was a substantial amount of yeah. my net worth. Oh yeah. dude. Yeah, <laughs> so, I know you and, uh, it wasn't those, it wasn't one of those things where it's like, all right, like, you know, they're going to order and then, then they'll make the shirt and then they'll, you know, ship it out. So I don't have to pay anything up front. Like I was putting it all down up front. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, a week goes by, you know, my parents, you know, open the garage and there's like, a, like eight boxes of stuff in the garage. And my dad calls me, he's like, dude, what is this? And so, um, after that, I, I, uh, had a website, started Shopify and uh, with the help of, of uh, a friend and, and a marketing company in Bloomington. Um, and man, I was so nervous. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to, how to market it. I didn't know what, to, what, what in the hell to do. But I, I, I also didn't have access to the clothes. So I didn't even have any because they were all in Houston with my parents. Yeah. And so 
uh, I call my mom and dad. I go, look, I need you guys to, to take pictures in the, in the hoodies and t-shirts and I need to put them on the website. So you guys need a model for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so they uh, did that. And so my parents were literally the models of my first two clothing items yeah. ever. And uh, it was, I thought it was hilarious in the, for the, you know, and, and uh, in the beginning, but yeah, uh, you know, man, I was so nervous. And so before practice, and it was kind of like um, near the end, you know, the back half of the year, I, uh, I, before practice, I put a TikTok up and this is when my TikTok was just like blowing up, like everything I, yeah. I would put up would blow up. And, you know, cause I was really f- like fueling the fire of like liver King and stuff. And yeah, um, cause he was huge. He's still big now, but like, that's when he was blowing up. Like big he was, big. he was like the Andrew Tate. Right. Uh, TikTok then. Right. And so I'm like, all right, I just pray to God something happens. And so I have a Shopify up. I post a TikTok of me literally not saying a word with like some music going on where I'm like, just holding the phone up like this. Yeah. And above my head is like the link to my website, primalsonly.com. And I, I post a TikTok, put my phone in, the, in my uh, locker and then go to practice. Like literally just post it right <laughs> before practice. Just like, so I didn't forget about it. So I wasn't looking at it or whatever. And, uh, you know, come back three hours later from practice and I'm like, oh shit. Like, dang, I got, I, 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 like did anyone buy anything? And, uh, you know, because it's like you make these funny videos and stuff and you think it's a good idea, but will that convert to anybody spending their hard earned money on it? Yeah. Right. And so I come back and there's like $4,000 in sales and, uh, and I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh God. And so yeah, (laughs) I'm like, I'm like so hyped. And then, oh, um, then from then on, it was just kind of, I had to deal with a gazillion different problems about like shipping and, um, different, like all the different BS oh, that sure. I, you, know, you have to, you have to just learn by going yeah. through it, um, which absolutely killed my margins and in, in the money I could have made. Yeah. Um, but overall I ended up in the green. And so I, I mean, I care if I didn't make, if I made one buck or, you know, 5,000, I didn't care, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it was just cool to see something go from an idea, funny idea to something people will spend their hard earned money on. So yeah. I, uh, and, 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 uh, you know, I just did another drop the second drop, um, again, with no marketing, no, nothing, no ads, no, nothing, just a couple of videos and on my own personal page, yeah. and, um, did really well, sold about 80, 85% of, of the stuff, in um four days so wow it's awesome uh, yeah so man it's been great but but now it's about like taking it from the tiktok funny jokes to something people can actually relate with you know and so kind of figuring out where that is and how that works um is the next next kind of thing for me so i don't know man It, it it it's cool though yeah, no, that's awesome. Did, have you always had that like entrepreneurial spirit? Like, is it always something you you want to do? Oh yeah, uh, it, it's uh, it's always been something that that's really intrigued me. Even my dad, uh, right. my dad's buddies, um, who he 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 does uh, what is it? Private wealth management. So he manages a lot of people's money, and so his you know business partners and stuff who are entrepreneurs, you know, who are making tons and tons of money. Yeah. Like I'm asking my dad, I'm like, what's this guy do? He's like, oh, he owns this business. Or I'm like, what's this guy do? He's like, oh, he owns these two businesses. He just sold one. Yeah. It's like everything he said was like, oh, this guy owns his business. That this guy runs this. This guy uh, owns this company, which all which just got sold. It's like, okay, well, (laughs) I know that I know the reoccurring theme here. Yeah. Own it. You got to own something. Yeah, you got to start something and figure it the hell out. So that's where I've always been like, okay, what is what is my role in all this? And I'm still figuring it out, but uh, I just had to start some way somehow. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and then what was like? Because I remember what it felt like for me, and I could kind of see your reaction. Like that first, like even though it's a couple thousand dollars that you make, and it's not even like 
it's not even like it's not gonna like change your life obviously but it's like i remember like one week i made like three grand in one week and i like saw it on like the stripe account like three thousand i was like holy shit bro like that literally came like from my mind and like from me yes i converted it on there and i was like it's like it just changes like your whole perspective on everything oh my gosh no yeah i mean now you say like perspective like now i started it and realized like people there's so many ways that you can do it yeah money and, and sell something that it's just number one like about starting it doing it yep and being okay with like possibility of failing sure and also like having the having just like the balls to choose something and go for it yeah like that's Mm -hmm. that was the craziest part for me it's like holy crap like i just did this i spent three grand up front like i I could i could be left in the dust and this damn tiktok video i posted that's you know before i went to practice could have went flopped and had you know 800 views and i'd be sitting here with three grand up my ass (laughs) yeah dude I, i know yeah it's 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 scary i couple of years ago like when i first started like dipping my toes in the water like i think i spent like a thousand on like the sales program right and it was like kind of sketchy at first and i was like venmoing this guy a thousand bucks on the phone with him and i'm like and yeah. like my like i had i had to like send him like whatever it was like a thousand bucks i was like okay like i was like, hang on like i had to move money like out of my like bank account to get in like the checking account because i think i had like maybe like two grand at the time this was like three years ago yeah and i was like i was like like on the phone like shaking like okay like send like typing out like a thousand and then like, there's like half my bank account i was like oh shit yeah. like then i'm like well fuck it like here we go it's and, done now yeah and even that investment like paid off like and obviously yeah i'm not like you know any I, I you know i've learned you learn stuff from everything but um i don't have like a traditional sales job or anything like that but i took so much stuff from that and met so many good people that it's been worth way more than a thousand way more than ten thousand you can't even like put a price yeah. on it because you don't know where it will lead yeah but no it, it's scary yeah. it's definitely scary yeah, yeah. but it i you know you said about the you're like your three thousand dollar week yeah yeah i remember I, I was in class this last drop we had i was in class and it was the same thing like i'm i was nervous because you know we did a bigger order of course and we also did you know, uh, again, no marketing, no nothing, but, um, except a couple of videos that didn't do as well just because I didn't have the traction of our basketball season behind me and the liver King videos getting millions of views. Like I didn't have any of that. So I was like, Holy crap. Like now it's now it really is nut cutting time. Like who, who's gonna, who's gonna convert, who's gonna buy. And so I'm sitting in class and I like go live and I, I put my you know Instagram picture up and the video yeah. and I'm sitting in my uh my like damn history class and I took a video on my computer like of like uh, different like places that are coming yeah. to the website and different parts around the country and I'm like and I put a story up I go I like took my my teacher was like talking and I like panoramed around the whole class took a video and then went to my computer and I sent to my family, I go, these people have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> just like, I'm just in awe. Like I'm in class yeah. learning about something, which probably is never going to respectfully probably is never going to help me in my whole entire life. Yeah. Where I'm doing something that's making me money. Yeah. It's like, crazy. what's the, re- that's the whole reason you go to school is to get a job so you can make money. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And I'm in class doing something totally opposite. Looking at my computer, just like not blinking, staring at it, <laughs> looking at hopefully the numbers go up and up yeah. and up. And I'm sitting here like these people have no clue. And I like left early and just like call my brother. I'm like, dude, I just, I got to get out. Of here. We got to grow this thing. As soon as I got a couple sales, I'm like, all right, next drop. Like we got <laughs> yeah. to start, we got to start thinking bigger, man. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And yeah, it's like the feeling to me is i mean i've been injured off a golf course for a while and and i definitely haven't had many victories 
but uh like that feeling i mean it feels better than like i i'm probably doesn't feel as good as like in the game winning shot or something but it's probably pretty close oh man it, it, it's it's weird because it, it doesn't it's hard to like right put in describe i guess or like yeah, compare the two yeah it is but because one just happens so instantaneously whereas the other right. one's like there's just such build up build up yeah, right. build up where you're like come on please work please work please work yeah. and then it, you, it happens and you're like yes come yeah. on yeah you know it's, it's crazy and you see but you also see the possibility of what's to come right. that's the most exciting part because with a game winning shot boom er, game over you know like game winning putt or like you know tournament winning putt boom sink it yeah All right, that's sick but 10 minutes later you're like wow it was awesome yeah it's like a really really short high and then it's like a fast come down yes whereas like in terms of a business or you're selling something there's damn near an infinite amount of opportunity to right. keep having that feeling yeah. you know right yeah you, you get that's, you that's get you yes oh yeah damn yeah that's it's something, man. So, are there? Do you have any plans for a, a collab with the Liver King himself? Man, he's from Texas, and I think he's pretty much in Houston. I think he's too. from yeah. I think he's in Houston. Yeah, and I mean Houston's so big, so he's probably out in the country somewhere. But sure. I've thought about it. I, I'm I'm trying to DM, uh, get the DMs, but um, he's pretty active in his DMs. He is. He is. Yeah, I don't I'm, know. Maybe uh, it might be automated or something. But sure. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. I don't see Liver King just sitting on his phone responding no. to hundreds of DMs. No, no, but it's but, cool uh, that he at least puts an effort to like. Oh yeah, no doubt because it, it makes an impact, of course. So I don't know, I've thought about it, but I'm 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 also like, I don't know. I'm trying to get away from like the sure. the, the joke part of it, you know. Of that's it. yeah. So that's the that's the tough part for me. But it's also like the similarity between kind of stuff he's kind of preaching and stuff that um my brand is about yeah um just being primal being yourself being authentic right. uh yeah your genuine self and not yeah at your core. Not wanting, yeah be just just tapping into what makes you you and what yeah. makes me me um that's what it's about so really um you know somewhat similar but i'm not preaching anybody you know take any liver but sure, um, sure. Yeah, yeah. you know so that that's where uh, like I said, it's kind of the next step for me and figuring yeah. out what it looks like, you know, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously, yeah, he, that's kind of maybe like funny joke. He maybe used to get people's attention, but it obviously yeah. has so many more different meanings and, and you, you're yeah. smart, man, by capitalizing on this, the popular, and it was really just like the popularity of the word. Like it just meant something. I mean, but it's yeah. anyone's word and exactly. Yeah, but no, I do, I do love the Liver King man though. He's that's a good person to be like that associates that word with. I feel like, oh yeah, absolutely positive connotation. And yeah, dude, I found out me and the Liver King have the same birthday. I was like, let's go. I'm like, that's got to be a good sign, man. That's got to be right. Yeah, funny, bro. But damn, that's awesome. So, your future goals, NBA aspirations. Yeah, NBA and and. uh, business owner entrepreneur love That's it, it those two there you go book it miller cop entrepreneur yeah. business yeah exactly exactly oh, dude. damn what uh what would you say just like a couple of things or one thing that you've you really learned you know if you get advice maybe to i'll put it in like in perspective of you know what i do in my business is i sh- you know i share a lot of stuff with uh maybe like you know high schoolers, high school, my, you know, my case, high school golfers and, and uh, you know, even younger kids in the team and stuff like that. But what are some things you say to, to those kids, I guess, whether it be basketball or entrepreneurial advice. And cause I mean, I know some of it, so much is like synonymous, you know, like business and yeah. sports like run the lessons pretty much the same. It's just different terminology. It is. Well, I've, I've listened to a bunch of podcasts and just videos and stuff like being an entrepreneur is a sport. Business is a sport, right? You know, it really is. It's just, you know, whether there's a team or there's not, whether it's individual like golf or, or tennis or, or yeah. what whatnot, it, there's so many similarities, but any advice is I'd give is, and I, I was talking to my younger brother's uh, buddies about it uh, this week, past weekend is like, you just have to start. Yeah. You have to start. 
whatever it is. Whatever it is. If you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to do something in business, you have to start. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, starting and, and working at Chick-fil-A to figure out how, you know, right. how business works, whether yeah. it's a damn lemonade stand or whether it's, uh, uh, yeah, I don't even be, know. Yeah. It'd be you anything. Be, but be a barber. Those exactly. are like salons are businesses, barbershops are businesses. Like exactly. Anything. You know, so that's the biggest advice I'd say is start. You have to start because once you get in the game and you get rolling, yeah. that's where, um, you know, it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to jump into a pool or at least, well, it's a lot easier to get into a pool when you just jump in. Yeah. Right. Gotta, like dip your toe in and then yeah, fidget around. around. Yeah. So, right. so that's what I'd say. You don't have to like, put all your chips in and, and go sure. all in, but yeah. you have to take a step forward. And, and my, my friends, my brother's friends, like, man, like I graduated in six months and I just don't want to, I just don't know what I want to do, but I know I want to own my business. Like I want to be an entrepreneur. I'm like, dude, you probably don't know. You, you say to yourself, you don't know what to do. That's why you're not starting, but there's something you could be doing. Yeah. Something so you could be doing. So it, it, it's about, uh, you know, just starting really yeah. in whatever way, whatever way, shape or form. Yeah. And like you said, man, everyone was a beginner, was a novice, was embarrassing when they first, uh, first started. And um, yeah, I had that same feeling like two weeks ago, like I'm kind of picking up surfing, trying to learn. And I was with my buddy and a bunch of other, his friends and like, you know, a couple of them like 16, 17, 18 years old and like twigs, like skinny, you know, 16 year old kids. Right. And it's like first time I'd like gone out with like a real board instead of like the paddle board. And like, it was so windy, man. And I couldn't even make it out like past the waves. And these kids like, were like just crazy, like shredding up. I'm like, damn, like, you know, I feel like, I feel it, it felt exactly like the first time I first started playing golf. And I was like, okay, what are you, what you do? You just come back tomorrow and you just keep going and learning. And, yeah. and, and to be honest, bro, like no one, those kids probably didn't even care that I sucked. Yeah. And when I played golf, like when you play golf, the kids that beat me probably didn't even care. Like you, you're embarrassed, but like no one really cares that much. Like exactly. You're not, they're not really looking at you. They're all worried about themselves. Yeah. No one cares about you more than you care about yourself. Right. Exactly. No, yeah. no one, no one's looking at you. No one lo is looking at you more than you're looking at yourself. Like right. Or more than they're looking at their self either. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like you're in the gym. You, Pete, you're you're looking at your own bicep in the mirror. You're not just staring at the other guy's judging his. Yeah, right. But why yeah. would the other guy do the same and do that about you? So yeah, dang, it's, it's crazy. Uh, man. Mine's crazy. <laughs> it really is, man. It really is. Damn. But uh, well, Miller, I appreciate you taking the time, man. This was a great conversation. Um, and uh, yeah, we can we can chat for a minute after here. I'll end it here. But uh, appreciate you guys listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, good night, primals. Good night, primals. Stay primal. Love it.